Good morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are back at um, Let's Get Growing Man. This is just Antoine at, on day 11. So excited. What a what a what an awesome journey that we are having. Just unpacking some things very uncomfortable in some spaces, but we know that the end result will yield um, fruit that uh, others will enjoy um, off of our lives. So this this is um, this is very important. This is very uh, serious business. Um, let's get down to it. Let's go into volume um, two, uh, day five. All right. Let me cue it up here. And let's get growing, man. Hallelujah. Well, guys, here we are at the all alone wound, that wound that a man will inflict on himself when he chooses to live life apart from friends and from mentors. And I know in my own life, boy, I find myself dealing with this wound all the time, especially as an adult, as an adult male, new adult male friendships, friendships in general. It's just tough. And I find myself often just in isolation or struggling with loneliness or or making decisions on my own without getting anybody's advice. And man, this is just a real wound that's in front of yeah. me all the time. Yeah, you know, sometimes I think I'm just too smart for my own good. I think I got this. You know, I can figure this out. You know, I, I, I don't need your help. You know, a big mistake. Yeah. It's easy to do, though. I mean, in terms of how we work, we're so competitive that often we don't invite another man in because we, we, we're we in competition with him. For what, I don't know, because we're both messed up. So we really need each other more than we really realize. It's just, it's overlooked. You know, we don't talk about loneliness as men, but it's real. It's a real issue and it's key to who us who we're trying to become as men. You know, I think one of the excuses is I, I'm just too busy. You know, I mean, we're just busy working hard, you know, trying to pay the bills, trying to provide. And you just like, I don't have time for this. Uh, the, well, the truth is, man, we don't, we can't afford not to take time. No, yeah. Yeah. And not only is busyness a cultural reality, but also just even technology. Sure. Like I get these weird cycles where I can check y'all out on online, see what's going on, kind of oh, keep yeah. up with your life, but have no real kind of soul level conversation. And so right. boy, technology and pace of life, all of that help feed this wound. Well, I think today's session will be helpful. I believe if we kind of work through how important men are to other men in their lives and how sharing life together is so essential to our manhood, I think will help all of us. So let's get started. Good morning. Can I start you off with some coffee? Please, please. I'm sorry I'm late. Oh, no sweat, man. Thank you. Thank you. It was a good, uh, good game Friday. Yeah, it was. You know, we win two more games get home field advantage for the playoffs, right? Yep. So how's your week going? Oh, not too bad. A couple of client meetings, running the kids to practice. How about you? I'm doing the best I can. Can't you get off my back? Do I not bust my tail bringing in money for this family? What do you want from me? Jeez. What are you doing, you son of a... I'm fine. What do you have? Probably stick with the usual. 
Well, man, we've been on a journey in the past few sessions, unpacking both a man's relationship with his dad and a man's relationship with his mom. We talked about the importance of those relationships and the effects they can have on us. Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of a man's relationship with other men and how those relationships or the lack of them can affect a man. And we're going to introduce you to a different type of wound, a wound that is self-inflicted called the all alone wound. This wound characterizes a man who attempts to live life alone. He may have many acquaintances and casual friendships, but he lacks any character shaping, deep heart level friendships, which we will call teammates. From the very beginning, our creator designed life to be a team sport. Teammates in life are essential for us to become better men. However, every man has the potential to drift into isolation, which is a dangerous place for a man. I know this wound personally because I've had seasons in my life where I have attempted to isolate myself. Yet the older I become, the more I realize how critical teammates are. At this point, I simply can't imagine my life without my teammates. My best friend, Mike, has been an incredible teammate, helping me to handle the joys and the sorrows of life. My mentor, Dennis, has coached me as a man husband and father for over 10 years. There are many other men from my life and time will not allow me to name all of them, but men teammates provide the support that every man needs to win in life. You see how well connected or disconnected a man is with other men has a lot to do with how he'll experience life. And there are three types of teammates that bless and energize authentic manhood. In fact, the quality of a man's life in many ways is tethered to these three relationships. More than just being an acquaintance, teammate is someone that you can share a special heart level bond with. Someone you can have gut level honesty with. They have your back and believe in you no matter what. So let's take a look these three empowering relationships that are essential for authentic manhood. Three types of teammates. The first is the encouraging mentor. It's the ideal of having someone in your life who is a step ahead of you, who can offer you wisdom and guidance. Typically, this relationship occurs in the first half of a man's life, but it really can occur at any point in life. It's often a coach, or teacher or special relative who may be even your employer, but it's someone who takes a special interest in you, notices your talents and affirms both your abilities and you as a person. Encouraging mentors do more than just befriend you. They are committed to your development. They recognize your potential. Unlike others around you, somehow they see the best in you even when you can't see it yourself. They have a positive vision for your future. Your success becomes a genuine desire of their heart. Simply put, part of their life vision is to help you grow, develop, and succeed. An encouraging mentor is also someone whom you admire and respect. You value his opinion, and he has a voice in your life. 
keeping you on the right track and developing your skills and character. I remember playing high school basketball. And after a poor play, my coach got in my face, called me out. He said, Carter, you are better than this. You are getting outplayed, and I need you to step up. I went back in the game and looked like a different player. The game of life, every man needs a mentor to look into his heart and call out the best in him. Guys, an encouraging mentor is priceless. Second empowering relationship is a side-by-side -side teammate. This really should occur over the whole course of a man's life. Blessed is the man who has a few committed long life teammates. These are the men in your life with whom you can have a spoken or unspoken loyalty. These are the guys who with whom you can share what's really going on in your life. They are a safe place. There's a pattern of authenticity and trust in your relationship. They love you unconditionally, but they also will speak truth to you when you need to hear it. They'll help you to walk through tough patches in life, even if it's exhausting. And they're willing to risk the friendship and intervene if you're on a pattern of self-destruction. They are true friends who are committed to your best. Unfortunately, today, we have created a category of so-called friendship where men can play golf together, be in a fantasy football league together, go to lunch every week together, but actually never talk about anything of true significance. You just kind of use each other for companionship, but you never truly engage at a heart level. Another temptation for guys is to always default to juvenile behavior when they get together. Professor Jeffrey Greif talks about this in his book, Buddy System. He says, some men remain stuck in an adolescent phase of friendship, one in which they never get beyond the interactions and activities they pursue with friends when they were younger. Too often for some men, an emotional regression occurs, which may be a defense against exploring other areas of relating on a deeper level. A true side-by-side -side teammate is more than just one of your buddies who shares the same hobbies as you. We are talking about character-shaping, burden-sharing relationships. We've said it before in other sessions, but you can't make the journey to authentic manhood alone. You must take the risk of creating these side-by-side -side friendships. Now, the third empowering relationship is the eager protege. Someone who is a step behind you in life, but who is eager to learn from you and your experiences. Someone whom you can develop and encourage. This relationship usually develops for a man during the second half of his life. Since you've had life experiences and you have developed skill sets and wisdom, now you can help guide others. You've experienced failure and success. You know the difficulties and joys of life. Now you have the opportunity to give back and invest in others. You can help energize and empower other men toward authentic manhood. You never really become a man yourself until you accept responsibility to help another man navigate through life. So those are the three relationships. Keep a man connected, energized, and empowered. 
the encouraging mentor, the side-by-side teammate, and the eager protege. In biblical terms, we each need a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy in our lives. Someone ahead of us who is a mentor, someone beside us who is an authentic teammate, someone a step behind us whom we can develop and guide. All right, Lecrae, I want to talk a little bit with with you about men and men's um, just kind of default to isolation and what is seemingly their men's unwillingness to kind of share what's going on kind of under the hood of their life. Is that what you've seen? Absolutely. I I think that, you know, it's, uh, you know, a, a testament to a lot of guys feeling as if they have to have it all together and they have to carry this appearance that, you know, they are the the captain of their faith, the master of their soul, and that they've got everything, um, you know, put well put together. And, you know, they know that they've got tons of, of issues and, and problems and secrets um, that they don't want revealed. And and I think also, um, you know, when you just haven't learned, uh, I think that just haven't learned that there are individuals out there who want to walk with you through things and who want to talk with you through things, uh, give you advice and, and, you know, help you navigate. You don't know to ask, you don't know to involve people in your life like that. And so I'm definitely seeing a lot of men, I'm um, just trying to weather the storm alone and, um, and, and they're crashing and burning left and right. Too. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Well, in 33, the series, we talk about kind of this idea of a side-by-side friend of a real character shaping relationship. Tell me about, some of those uh, roles in your life, some some men in your life that have kind of been in the bunker of life with you and what that's kind of looked like in your life. Yeah, I've been really fortunate, um, you know, for the last probably 10 years or so of my life to um, just grow up in, in that culture, you know, grow up in a culture where um, in the faith where I've always had individuals who wanted to walk side by side with me. I remember um, just kind of first stepping into Christianity and, and trying to figure out what to do and just I just said, God, send some friends. I need friends um, who want to walk through this thing with me. And uh, and and that's exactly what God has done over the years. Um, you know, just sent me great guys, um, guys who I would say are my my Jonathans and my Nathans, you know, the guys who will rebuke me and say, you are that man. And the guys who will encourage me and tell me, hey, you know, you're doing a good job, man. Take some time to celebrate. You know, how's your spirit? How's your soul? Um, and it's really helped me tons. Let's talk a little bit about mentors. I mean, what, what are some of the roles mentors have played in your life? Yeah, mentorship, um, you know, was always kind of a, a, a difficult issue for me. Um, I think, you know, obviously not growing up with my father and not knowing what a older or wiser man relationship with me looked like, um, I just didn't know how to approach it. And mm-hmm. so there was an awkwardness in saying, hey, um, how do I ask for advice? And so I'm always really grateful for older guys to kind of step in and just point stuff out and just open the door for me to ask more questions. Um, and that created um, a, a, another culture for me, another uh, normal normalcy of just saying, I've got to have older, wiser guys around to kind of pull from. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, you know, I know you, you mentioned just having a bullpen of mentors and I, and I, I say the same thing. It's just like a football player. You know, you've got to a defensive coach, an offensive coach, strength and conditioning. And so um, I've definitely got some guys that I can go to for different particular areas that uh, that have helped me a lot. And that's um, been tremendously uh, helpful for me and what I've got going on. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I know you're in a season of life now where you're not only getting great advice, but you're having to now give great advice. You're now in the role of a mentor as well to some guys. What are some of the joys and what are some of the struggles in being a mentor and having protégés and younger guys look up to you? Um, You know, I think, you know, obviously the struggles of it are um, guys seeing you as um, the full package yeah. you know and i and i'm not i'm a, i'm a fractured picture of what jesus is yeah. and so i don't have it all right i don't do it all right and so there's some areas if you ask me about i'll be able to give you some great insight and great wisdom and there's other areas where i'm going to say man i might have to refer you to somebody who can navigate through that a little bit better yeah, than me good. and uh and so you know that's that's always tough um obviously it's tough to see guys um you know who don't flesh out kind of some of the wisdom that you're trying to to give them and, and trying to save them from some of the pain and the hurt that they're going to have to walk through. Um, but the joys of it are um, that you, you get to see guys go from kind of walking in the darkness and not knowing how to figure out what's going on to having some resources and, you know, some light to shine in some of these areas, um, specifically as it pertains to relationships and marriages and uh, careers and so on and so forth. And so I'm always grateful to see that fruit and and their continued progress. Great. Well, thanks for sharing with us. Yeah, pleasure. Pleasure's mine. Well, what happens if you haven't developed these types of relationships? This is when you get a guy with what we call the all alone wound. The all alone wound comes from the tendency of a man to live life outside of character shaping relationships. It's the guy who knows everybody, but nobody knows him. He's really connected on social media, always on the phone, but nobody really knows what's going on in his life. Everybody is his acquaintance, but nobody is his friend. He chooses to live independently. He always trusts in his own brilliance, always defaults, to what makes sense to him. He never leans into the wisdom of the community or potential mentors around him. The thought of even going to ask from others advice seems weak to him. This is the typical hard-headed man, always having to learn from pain and bad experiences. You see, wisdom is the ability to learn from the experiences of others without having to experience the consequences yourself. This guy refuses to listen. He can only learn by experiencing pain firsthand. Guys, here's what's interesting about the all alone womb. It's self-inflicted. You see, this womb is actually avoidable. It's not something you're born into, but a guy has to be willing to connect at a deeper level with other men. Let me give you a definition of the all alone womb. It's a social, emotional, and spiritual loss caused by the lack of healthy male teammates. The all alone womb is an epidemic among men. Now, friendship in general is on the decline. According to Robert Putnam, author of Bowling Alone, people are more and more disconnected from one another, less apt to know their neighbors, and less involved in community events. One recent study found that over the last 20 years, the number of people saying there is no one with whom they can discuss important matters nearly tripled. Fellas, 
The problem is even worse for men. Listen to how Professor Michael McGill, who has conducted extensive research on male relationships, describes male friendships. To say that men have no intimate friends seems on the surface too harsh. It raises quick objections from most men. The data indicate that it is not far from the truth. Even the most intimate of male friendships, of which there are very few, rarely approach the depth of disclosure a woman commonly has with many other women. One man in 10 has a friend with whom he discusses work, money, and marriage. Only one in more than 20 has a friendship where he discloses his feelings about himself. Guys, he's describing the typical friendless male. Maybe busy, maybe active, maybe even very prosperous, but all alone. Today, we are more wired and networked than ever before. But tragically, most men are never truly known. Well, what are some of the common consequences of the all alone wound? Let's talk about three downsides of choosing to live life outside of authentic relationships. First, if we choose to live life alone, we're going to have a warped perspective on life. Self-deceit comes about from being disconnected. The Bible speaks to this issue. For example, Proverbs 14 and 12 says that there is a way that seems right to a man, but it's in is the way to death. The point of this proverb is that when we are alone, we can talk ourselves into anything. Guys, it's amazing what we can become convinced of on our own. You see, others bring a more objective and balanced view of reality. They can help us to see our blind spots. Here's a principle you can live by. You don't have an accurate picture of yourself. And to get an accurate picture of yourself, you need feedback from trusted teammates. Here's the second downside of choosing to live alone. There is a potential for careless living and foolish choices. Proverbs 18 and 1 gives this warning. Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against sound judgment. You see, when you get out of the pack of trusted teammates, you can easily fall prey to all kinds of dangers. The fact is that when you are surrounded by other men who are pursuing the noble pathways of life with you, you are more motivated to pursue authentic manhood yourself. When you see another man take his wife on an incredible date, it makes you want to love your wife better. When you watch another man actively involved in his kids' lives, it inspires you to invest in your kids. When you see a man go to war against materialism and use his money to expand God's kingdom instead of his own, it gives you the courage to invest eternally. In the company of godly friends, there's a greater motivation for the noble things of life. But what happens when you don't have teammates and don't have the company of noble men? Not having a teammate that's just a phone call away, makes it easy for the standard to get lowered and the potential for careless living and foolish choices goes up. If you've traveled, you felt this. You're on a business trip, you are all alone, 
No one in that airport or hotel bar or hotel room knows you. And you feel the tug of evil in that moment. We've all felt it. I can do this. No one would know. In that moment, isolation can get the best of us. There's a reason the Bible says that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Because we are regularly alone. We lose that incredible asset called accountability. And we end up doing things that we later confess. I can't believe I did that. You see, the path leading to foolish decisions is often aloneness. Finally, if you choose to live alone, you'll lose a chance for much needed transparency. Every man needs to be known. Every man needs teammates with whom he can feel safe, where he can share about himself with trusted confidants who will listen patiently, love him unconditionally, and provide feedback. When you experience that type of transparency, you'll feel loved and accepted, something every man needs. Without this love and acceptance, we tell ourselves that nobody knows me. Nobody cares about me. Nobody understands me. I'm all alone in this world. If you're believing those lies, then you are likely fall into what I call the three D's. Discouragement, depression, and danger. First, you'll get discouraged, then depressed, and then you'll start making dangerous choices in life. I went through a season in my life where a problem with pornography that I thought I had defeated in college began to creep back slowly into my life. I had been spending a lot of time alone and was bored with life. I was in ministry, yet my heart was not fully engaged. I had been having monthly calls with my mentor, Dennis, for five years. We were concluding our call, and I just kind of flippantly threw out that I had watched some pornography. I was trying to get away, but I also knew I needed help. I told him, he immediately began to ask me some tough questions. How much? How often? And what else has there been? Then he said these words to me. I need you to tell your wife and have her call me within three days. I thought to myself, he must be crazy. I mean, why do I need to involve her? He said, since you sinned against her, you need to tell her and then have her call me. I left that call a little perplexed about what my next steps were. But that night, I shared with my wife what I had done, and that she was supposed to call Dennis. She called him, and he walked the two of us through the next steps. He would tell me that I was headed down a slippery slope. I had to head it off fast. That experience with a trusted friend has forever marked my life and future. I needed a teammate, a mentor, because going alone had put me in a dangerous place. So what can we do to avoid the all alone wound? What can we do to not be the typical disconnected male? How do we build healthy teammates? First, Learn how to be a loyal teammate who encourages others. This means 
You are there for your friends no matter what. In the good times, you laugh with one another. In the tough times, you support one another. And even though a person has flaws, you don't just put them. You're not just looking for more people to network with. And being a friend with you is a privilege because you add value to other people's lives. You encourage others. Like Jesus, you're a life-giving spirit. You're committed to seeking what is best for others. Secondly, learn how to ask good questions and take a genuine interest in others. Don't just talk about yourself and your life all the time. We've all been around that guy. Somehow, everything relates back to him. He's always got a story about himself on tap. Other people's comments are only the breaks in his monologue. Instead of that approach, ask people insightful questions and then do the hard work of really hearing their answers. If you do that, people will be drawn to you and they'll be encouraged when they are around you. Now, of course, we're not saying that you should never talk about yourself. Good communication maintains a healthy balance of both talking and listening. That brings me to my third recommendation. Be willing to be vulnerable and transparent and share what's really going on. As men, it's easy for us to dwell on the surface issues. Sports, politics, jokes. We typically don't just share our hearts, but real friendship moves beyond the surface and gets in the soul talk. Things like needs, doubts, fears, failures, struggles, spiritual insights, and temptations. Here's our fourth recommendation for having healthy teammates. Initiate with other men. This takes courage as an adult. You're going to have to risk potential awkwardness and rejection. But men, it's worth it. Authentic teammates are priceless. But remember, you typically won't just drift into these great friendships. It's going to be a process. It'll take patience. And you're going to have to reject relational passivity. You're going to have to do the hard work of creating real friendships. But nothing in life worth having comes easy. Now, when you initiate with other men, make sure to look for worthy mentors and teammates who are pursuing authentic manhood. Proverbs 13 and 20 says that whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Nothing will shape you more in life than the men you spend time with and the books you read. Blessed is the man who is surrounded by worthy friendships. Now, if you are looking for a mentor, like we've already said, you must first take the initiative. Mentors usually don't just stumble into our lives. Look for a man whose character and skills you admire and then boldly ask them to invest in you. Ask them if you can meet with them from time to time to get advice. Ask them to help you in a particular area and don't be offended if they say no. Finding the right mentor takes time. It's a process. Also consider having different mentors for different areas of life. One man may be able to help guide you at your vocation. 
while another man may have advice for you as a husband. Also, consider having mentors from different seasons of life. For example, if you're 30, why not have a mentor in his 40s, a mentor in his 50s, and a mentor in his 60s? Each of them will be able to connect with you on different levels and offer you complimentary advice. Now, what if you are an older guy who is ready to invest in others? How do you find an eager protege so you can invest in the next generation of authentic men? First, I would suggest that you continue to focus on being a man to whom others are drawn. You must have something to offer for men to want you to mentor them. Next, I would recommend that you make yourself available. Be a part of events where young men are around whom you can influence. You could start having informal gatherings or even introduce younger men to the authentic manhood material. This will certainly give you a chance to influence others. Well, we want to close our session today by offering you some encouragement from the Bible. In Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9, it says these words, two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Men, the refusal to engage relationally with other men will take a toll on your life. But the benefit of authentic teammates is truly priceless. Brian, man, that was some helpful material. I think those categories, that vision for living a life with friends and mentors, the whole mentor, protege, side-by-side -side friend, all of that is very helpful in trying to figure out how to navigate out of this wound. Yeah, it, it reminded me back when I was in college, I connected with a, a, a buddy who became more than that. Well, he became my side-by-side -side friend. And uh, I'm really a, a better man because of his influence. And I know he's a much better man because of my influence. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, uh, um, it's amazing how influential friends, mentors, proteges can be. But the challenge is, you know, as a man, how do you make that step? I, I know when I reached my, my 20s and 30s, it was hard making that approach to say, hey, man, will you be my friend? I mean, it was, <laughs> it was difficult. It was awkward trying to do it, but it's necessary. And until a man takes that step, he really will 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 miss out on some of the best aspects of life and the best parts of being a man. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think a lot of guys within their training guide, that ought to be their action step is like to really own this wound and then to really go, boy, what are the environments? What are the pathways? Where do I need to go and be so that some friendship potential can take place so that I can step out of isolation and create some new friendships. Yeah, they can sit down with another man and it's common ground. You know, you go through the, through the material and say, what do you think about this? You know, what, what's been your experience? Uh, you know, all of this stuff we're talking about, Jesus is our model for manhood. Sure. And this is absolutely something he modeled. Yeah. I mean, he spoke to thousands, but then he chose 12 guys that he spent most of his time with. But within that set of 12, there were three guys, Peter, James, and John, and he leaned into them yeah. because he knew that's what men needed. They, we needed each other. We needed a team. And uh, that's what we need today. The good and the bad and the ugly that we all have and how we kind of become a man. There's no way they could have me because I didn't have me. We're nearing the conclusion. 
But now we come to one of the most important parts of every man, and that is his heart. We long for something better, yet we're currently in the midst of brokenness. And we're called to contend, to fight, and to lead for all that is good, right, and noble. Because if we don't, nothing else really matters. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The all alone womb. Um, truly, it is a, a challenge to find those mentors that will be able to walk side by side you and that teammate to help you navigate the life. But we're, we're trying to create an environment here at Let's Get Growing, man, where we can be those mentors, where we can have a protege, where we can find someone to walk side by side with. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm just uh, encouraging you guys to get others involved in Let's Get Growing, man. Get others involved in seeing the series uh, starting from day one. It's, it's recorded. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we have this opportunity. I don't know about you, but this, push me, this puts me min, um, mission minded where I have to reach out to others. If I, I'm, First of all, I got to get some help. <laughs> I know I need help. I need a mentor. But I also know that, you know, I have to. Uh, make this available for others because so many of us men struggle day to day to navigate through life. We we try to do it alone. We try to, um, you know, act like we got it all together when we we have struggles, we have issues. And so we're we're, we're wanting to create an environment where men can grow, where men can um, be vulnerable and um, have those hard conversations and those difficult things that's going on in their lives that they can share with someone that can be a trusted source and that can give them some advice that will um, be long lasting. And so, um, you know, we, we're going to do it. You know, I'm excited about it. We're going to do it. Um, there's going to be some, um, God is going to bring people, um, to this platform that, uh, will, um, you know, take this to another level. You know, it's not about me. Uh, I, I'm just wanting to be the catalyst in this, this space that I'm in, you know, I'm in my fifties and I thank God for it. You know, um, I have a, a few people that I, I mentor and, um, got a couple of teammates and, um, I just need a mentor now, but you know what? I, I'm going to be more aggressive and go after getting someone, uh, in my life that's, uh, that can help me out, uh, navigate some of these, uh, curves and these, these challenges that I face, but I'm excited that, you know, God, he, he'll always have a ram in a bush. He'll always have somebody that what you stand in need of, it's available. It's looking us in the face. And so we just need to walk into that relationship. We just need to walk into that, that, um, that, that vein that God has for us. And so I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'll keep you guys posted. This is just Antoine. Be safe out there. God bless you. I'll see you at the top. Bye for now.